Loose Rap Season 1, Episode 11. Yes, it is Episode 11. One episode before our final episode. I can't, I can't tell you and express how excited, how, um, I guess, humble I have gotten since watching it, doing this show. I can't say why. Well, I do watch my own shows just to see what I can work on. Um, but before I even get started, I just want to say thank you. Everybody that's been watching, everybody that's been listening on the podcast, um, networks and apps that's out there. I appreciate all the love. I appreciate all of the um, enthusiasm towards the show. And I just ask y'all to continue to do what y'all doing. Comment, like, share, and come and, and talk about it. Have conversations about it. So let's get right into it. If you don't know who I am, like I said, I am Christina Storm, the hostess that does the mostest, baby, and I am here for entertainment, for laughs, the shits and giggles, and everything else in between. So, like I said, this is the Loose Rock Show, season one, episode 11, yes, 11, and I cannot wait to get um to this these topics on here. Tonight, we're going to start... Like we always do with tea on the street. If you don't know what tea on the street is, tea on the street is anything dealing with celebrity news, DMV news, world news, shit, <laughs> even news about me. So um, let's get right into it. On July fifteenth, two thousand twenty, on popular superstars top dot com, Tamar Braxton. I mean, I Tamar Braxton. I'm sorry, but that's a whole other subject. Um, take. Tamara Mori quits the the show The Real, the daytime show The Real, after supposedly quote unquote um losing seventy five percent of her income as far as what was told. She's been on the show if you don't know for almost seven years, and she was one of the original hosts when Tamar Roxon was on there. Since I said her name, I might as well say it when she was on there. Um, she's. I guess she can say she's upset. It doesn't seem as though she's upset. Maybe she doesn't want to show that she's upset. But, um, and then who's to say that she really don't care? You know what I'm saying? She's one of them people that's been in the industry for years. And I feel like her, like, come on now. There's nothing that you can do to her at this point because she has she has a legacy already due to her show, Sister, Sister, and to the movies that she did with countless different production companies Especially her Disney movies, The Twitches. And hopefully they come out with some new ones. But it says, um, in the article, it was saying that she was in a very emotional... It's been a very emotional time for Tamara. Um, especially since she's lost one of the... Um, one of the, I guess you could say the forefronters of... I, I, if I remember correctly, she's from reality TV. Her name is um, Naya Rivera. And I don't know much about her, but I do I do remember her seeing her a lot on television. And also I seen her in a few movies, you know, and she's she's obviously famous on the level where I you know, I never knew she was that famous, but if Tamara knows she she's gotta be famous. Come on now, Tamara been around for years. 
it says that she found out five days um should her friend been missing for five days and that now she's dealing with her goodbye at the real and it says that she made her announcement on ig she um she stated that she wanted her fans to hear from her and not from an outside source or for somebody that was hating on her or from prior to other host too you know what i'm saying before she even announced part and then i believe she announced it before she um hit the show and so that it could come from her mouth and not public and not all publicity pushed out and all that extra sugar-coated shit that they put put in the news about somebody leaving the show and causing a rock of drama um and she states that for on her instagram she made a post that stated for seven years my home and life has been with the real um the friendships i've made there must have let will last me a lifetime and the people I've had the blessings to interview has changed their life forever. It says, I'm so proud of what all the ladies and I have accomplished, including the two NAACP awards and the Daytime Emmy. I, um, I think that's one of the most amazing things that you can do, especially getting, you got not one, but two NAACP um, awards. But not only that, it's hard to get a Daytime Emmy. Just... I don't know how hard, but I just see the work that a lot of these people put in, especially black um, hosting shows. They put a lot of work in to get um, an NAACP award and, and definitely a daytime Emmy because most daytime Emmys back in the day and still somewhat today goes to a lot of, I hate to say it, but um, Caucasian people or people that are not of the African-American descent or African descent or um, ethnic descent. It says that, all, however, all good things must come to an end, and that with the bittersweet um, smile that I announced that, she said, with a bittersweet smile, I'm sorry, she announced that I'm moving on from the real to follow uh, to her fellow host. I love you, and I will miss you, and I will always be there for you. Thank you for teaching me and supporting me and, be, and loving me and being there for me, sisters forever. I'll be rooting for you, and as I look forward to spending more time with my family and pursuing amazing new opportunities and embarking on the next chapter in her life. <laughs> you know I'm about to be messy. Um, I feel that Tamir is not going to sit there and, and, and blow up. Um, but I do, I can see how, and I'm going to say this, and I can see how she lost her 75% because of the, because of COVID-19, of course, everybody's not going to get paid the same amount, but 75% just don't sound right to me. I feel like this, the hooker they got, the new hooker that they got on there as a host, she, she was a comedian. And I think because she's a fresh face and that the fact that her name is everywhere right now. You know what I'm saying? And she's making a big name for herself. It's just like the Tiffany... She's like the Tiffany Haddish of the real. Like, she came on and just blew it up. Like, they had multiple hosts on it that I thought really would have um, fit... I feel like fit the, the show better than she do, to be honest with you. But I think what it was was that they... Um, I feel like they wanted a more of a black audience because this... The girl, I can't... I don't know her name. And that's how you know I really don't care about the girl. Um, she got on BT. The moment she hit BET and did that whack ass um, host that on the BET Awards, cause that shit was whack. It was uh, it was uh, it was wiggity whack, wiggity whack. Like I, 
I understand what was going on the COVID-19 thing, but a host of that show and the caliber that that show is supposed to hold, which it does not hold that much of power to me anymore because it hasn't hold that much power since Don, um, Don Cornelius and um, what's the other guy? It was another guy that um, was in charge of BET. Since Ms. Lee took over, Debra uh, Lee, you hold a lot of power. And I think that you, you, some things you have done great, but some things you have. And I honestly think that's what it is, is that that girl came on TV. And because Tamara is not giving them what the black, what the black audience wants. Because let's be honest, black audience don't want to see a black girl that's successful and well-educated and, um, and well-spoken and can put words together and can still be herself and the fact that, and I also feel like it's the fact that Tamara has a white husband. I mean, like, I feel like they, they put that girl on there because Lonnie is the ratchet one. I love, I love Lonnie to death, but she's the ratchet black girl. And this other girl would just be a, be a comedic um, fit for the show because they had Jenny Ma and they have, um, what's her name? Um, it'll come to me. Adrian Ballon from Cheetah Girls. Um... And they fit a certain that um um demographic that they're looking for for an ethnic show or all ethnic female show. Um, I think Tamara, it, um, if it was me, they gonna give me they gonna give me my money, even if they don't give me the whole seventy five percent back. But before I leave and walk out that door, I need at least sixty percent of what I was getting reoccurring especially when you're going to re-show re, re the shows that we had because I honestly feel like that girl was the new girl she's going to tone the show down it's not going to be like it was like Tamar was on there she was the drama you know what I'm saying she was always drama and dramatic she was the queen she was the black she was the black queen of the show she's black gay queen of the show you know what I'm saying so I feel like um when she left, it did lose a little something because we was used to having all that craziness and the and the girl and all the other stuff. But she didn't. She I I feel like it was the it was a move that needed to be made and it did good. The show did good. And honestly, they got their second um NAACP award after her. They got it. I, I think it was like before a couple of months before or like right in the middle of her um. Um, leaving the show, but Tamara, I do feel like you deserve. I deserve. You deserve every blessing that you receive from this point on. You did very, You did an amazing job on the show. And can't nobody take your place on the show. And I think what they did was they found somebody that fit what they wanted the show to be. And I'm not cool with that because bitch, the bitch was born. She was dry. Like when I say dry, she was dry like some old like the toast that you put in the oven and then you forget and you let the shit sit out all damn day. And then it gets stale and all that. That's how dry she was. Just like a dry grain of sand. Like some some damn. Um, I just I just don't I don't like her. She does not fit the show. I can't say I don't like her as a person, but that girl does not fit. You. I don't even know her name. That's how you know I don't pay her ass no attention. She is to me. She is like a this blur. She's like this this um. She's like that little piece, you know, that little, that you, you need some, you need something in the, in the soup to, um, just make it look like something. 
That's what I feel. She ain't the flavor. She ain't nothing. She just like she just like the um green pepper. She's like the green bell pepper or the red bell pepper. It don't have no taste. I mean, really don't have no taste to it at all. And she just there, and she's there to um put a little um little nick and knack into it once in a while. But I like, and I also think they they um tomorrow I think they got rid of you because. You were very controversial with some of the things that you said, and I left it. I, I feel I feel like you was being your true self. I feel like sometimes you you did say some things that kind of made me thinking, but I was, you know what I'm saying? And, but, hey, that was what the show was about. It was for you being real, and I think you bring you bring the your real self to the show. I don't think this girl will be bringing her real self sh to the show, and they're going to have to con the girl, other girls are going to have to compensate for that, and I feel I I know Samara got better things coming. She Tia been doing her thing like she's a lifetime um network queen. You know what I'm saying? I hope that they, this is what I do hope for Tamir. I hope that Tia and Samara come back out this Halloween or next Halloween with a new Twitches movie. Cause those to me those movies was some of the best work that they did. Even though they even though they was already adults, but they I just like that. I like the idea of seeing her. So I um I hope everything goes well with Tamara. I hope um whatever she has coming, I hope it knocks her her I hope the show helped her get what she was getting. But I also know that she ain't need to help. <laughs> she ain't need to help. Maybe the mother girls did, like Lonnie, um, and what's her name? Um, Adrian Good, you know what I'm saying? She still got her music to fall back on. If she if she stopped having fear on her about her voice. July 14, 2020 on DailyMail.com. 14s attacked a pregnant woman and kicked the toddler in her in the head during a brutal um beatdown caught on, on video. I need Why? I don't understand the why. Like what the hell? I had to get a sip of my red, my red Kool-Aid, like my red, the red Kool-Aid, honey, because of the fact that I'm not understanding this. And then the thing that's pissing me off about this, and I didn't watch the whole video because I, I instantly got pissed. And when I say I got pissed, I got real pissed because what's going on in the world right now, and I still go back to Black Lives Matter when I see shit like this, and then I, and then I think about... Um, black people always blaming white people for looking so fucking stupid and all that shit. Like you, I, in the video, it's a brutal. Um, it was a brutal. When I say brutal, this shit was brutal. They they was being this girl down. But the fact that you involved the child in this pissed pissed me even more off. Both of the kids in it is not just the kid that she the taller, but the unborn child in this as well. This um this this attack happened in Brooklyn. Um, Illinois. It says that three teens were seen punching and um, punching and kicking and attacking a pregnant woman and pulling her hair. It says the the male um, in the group jumped in the air and um, drop kicked the little top the taller girl in the head. The people involved attack um, the people that's involved have not been identified, and the mother of the boy or the teenager or the man or whatever the case you want to call him. Um, Defense him like defense him like says that it was a reason why he did what he did and she's not she's um he didn't mean to kick the tall in the head did you see the fucking video you dumb ignorant ass 
Un, I'm, you got to be a dumb, uneducated ass bitch to sit there and say the dumb bullshit that you just said to the damn people in that whatever little interview or video or news um clip that you was in. How dare you? Like this little boy, you can tell he had intentions because he landed right in front of the toddler. He landed his foot on the toddler. If he was going over, the, if he was going to kick the woman, not condoning it, but he would have been over the toddler. Period. That little motherfucker knew what the fuck he was doing. Them other people that was involved, them other, it was up, them females that was involved, I don't care how old you were, bitch. Mama Bear would have kicked in. And the hormones for my child, if I was able to bury your child, would have fucked your ass up. We would have fucked you up. Me and the baby. Me, the baby, and the toddler would have fucked your ass up. Because there's no way. In, how do you condone some shit like that? How, not only that, but how the fuck, who the fuck was recording this shit? It had to be another accomplice, accomplice to the whole ordeal. Because from my understanding, ain't the world all Black Lives Matter and pro-black and make sure you um, protect your, na- your, na- your black neighbors and all this other stuff. But every single motherfucker in the video was black. Every single motherfucker in the video was black. I don't want to hear shit about Black Lives Matter no more. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear nobody. Don't even come to me with that Black Lives Matter bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't mean it, don't don't say it out your motherfucking mouth. If you if you go to the protest one day and you got the nerve to sit there and jump jump a damn pregnant woman and have no disregard for the fact she's a mother, the toddler that was right there, and the baby in her stomach, you are not Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter is perpetuating this bullshit, saying that all Black Lives Black Lives Matter and all lives matter, but in all actuality, I feel that you are fueling motherfuckers that act the stupid shit, do the stupid shit that they're doing, and then had to have the nerve. Because I guarantee you, Black Lives Matter gonna come, gonna say something on this damn um video. If you do, I'm gonna read you for fucking filth every person that's in Black Lives Matter that say something. Because of the fact that you are content, you sit in here say Black Lives Matter, but you sit there and and you make this this type of shit way is big big because you you trying to promote positivity in the black community, but can't no positivity in the black community until one. Hate I hate to be this fucking critical, and I love my black woman. Y'all motherfuckers gotta get better with raising your kids. If you ain't got nobody raising your kids, right? It doesn't give you. It does not give you the right to sit there and allow your kids to be hoodlums and hood rats and everything else. Everybody struggles. They may not struggle like black people do, but goddamn it, you don't have to live your struggle. You don't have to show your struggle. You don't have to act like that. That dumb shit they expect us to do. This was some dumb shit. Why the fuck would you jump a pregnant woman if it was that? If the if the if the beef was that serious. Wait until the child is born. Wait till no child's around. That's how that's how kids get shot. That's how unnecessary people get killed. Like if you would have killed that baby, and obviously the mother of the, the boy did not give two fucks about the woman, and you had a fucking child. Like how the fuck can you sit there, bitch? And I know you was one of them, one of them bunny rabbit having eyelashes. We good good bundles every damn two two to three weeks <sighs> having bitches 
with nothing but name brand that ain't got to pay but one dollar a fucking month type bitch that say he and, and condoned that bullshit and said that she had it coming. Even if she did have it coming, it was a way of going by doing it. Because I believe sometimes people do need their ass beat. But goddamn it, she had a child. She had a child that was a toddler that was attacked. And she had an unborn child inside her. This shit is going to ripple not only into your trifling mother and ass, but also that child's ass and them other motherfucking kids' ass. Because I want to know what the beef was about. I really do. What, what, beef, what beef made you want to jump this woman? Like, and then you condone it, so that means that you're part of the problem. And anybody else that said they didn't condone it, and the fact that y'all motherfucking asses in, 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 in this time and age, pro-Black Lives Matter and all-Black Lives Matter and this life, this um, live matter and everything, y'all are some fucking hypocrites and some bullshit. And I see it every motherfucking day. Every time I walk down the street, how the fuck Black Lives Matter when you still treating... People that you don't even know like bullshit. You still talking to your black sister and brother, even if they even if they're not blood related, they're still your brother and sister in the fight. Like like they're trash or anything. You're still fighting them. You're still beefing over fucking tennis shoes that was never meant for your bitch asses. Get y'all need to get y'all shit together. This shit is this shit pisses me off. I don't I don't even care about the fact that um it was a it was a fight and it was part of something. I care about the fact that y'all have no no comprehension and no care about the fact that the this was a child. This this was a child that got hurt. This is an unborn child that possibly could have died because of who say this child did not die because of them beating a rap. Get y'all shit together. I don't hear no more stuff about fucking Black Lives Matter and all this other bullshit until as a black community, we can come together and not do the shit that ha- that most of the other communities do. Because even when they do have beef, you can see when other communities come together. And they mean to come together as a whole and fix some shit. We can't even do that shit right because we still beefing about who got the best hair, who get in community dick. Because that's what majority of these bitches fight about. Community fucking dick. And the fact that you's a hating asshole. That if you did half, just half of what the fuck these bitches doing to get what they are, where they are. You can have a little bit of what they have. You ain't going to have what they have. Because what's meant for you is meant for you. So you're not going to have what they have. But if you get your shit together and start worrying about the next bitch. You wouldn't be having a child, a son, a grown ass black son that has a high, a high percentage of getting locked up. For that stupid shit that he did in the fucking streets and the daughter in the streets beating up a, a woman with a child in her belly in the t- toddler. You dumb motherfuckers. Sick of, these, sick of the same here Black Lives Matter and Black Lives Don't Matter. And that's and it's not in no other communities because we we know for a fact Asians, most, most, commun- most ethnicities do not like the black people, period. Period. It's not. It's not all of the people in that. It's not a hundred percent of the people in the community. In the community, or in that ethnic group that don't like black people, but a vast majority do not like them because they know how easily manipulated, how fucking stupid we, how smart but stupid we are. Stick the ass, motherfuckers. July fifteenth, two thousand twenty, on popular um superstar um. Popular superstar. I'm sorry. On uh, July um 12, 
So I got myself all frustrated because that shit is, it irks me. Like, I don't, I just don't get it. I just don't. July 12, 2020 on The Grape Juice, um, JoJo, the singer, expresses, the R&B slash pop singer, expresses interest in doing a Tina Marie biopic um, film. If you don't know who Tina Marie is, y'all haven't heard music. Like, how do you not know who Tina Marie is? Now, I will say this. I did fall victim to think of Tina Marie was a black woman back in the day. But when I seen her in my mouth there, it said, and it had a little dribble on everything else, but it was drooling like a damn pit bull that was um, fucking about to bite. But she's an amazing, when I say amazing singer, she's one of the singers that paved the way for the music that we got today. And if you don't know her music, all I'm going to say is, Portuguese in love. What you say? What you say? What you say? What you say? Portuguese in love. What you say? What you say? Ooh, love you, baby. Okay, so um, JoJo is interested in in doing about opera, and I think she's a good fit. It says it all started when a fan um suggested that JoJo um if you don't know who JoJo is, she's also an amazing singer. She's very underrated. I think like she's one of the girls that. They try, they, they, they try to put her in the back burner and, and not to give her her own props. But you can't deny this this girl. And she's a white girl as well. I mean, I can't say she's pure, pure white because her voice is nothing but soul and heartbreaking. And I, I, I just don't know how to explain that voice. But her voice is everything to me. Um, it says a, a fan started um, uh, said that she would be a good fit for the biopic and to represent Tina Marie. Um, she the and then surprisingly Jojo got on Twitter and said, I thank you, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate it. And I'm she would be very interested in doing it if they gave her the opportunity. It's um I think Jojo would be a perfect fit because she fits that, she fits that like um because Tina Marie, if you don't know, she had she went through hell and high water. Especially with her husband, Rick James, bitch. She went through um, hell and high water. And he was abusive. Who knows what type of abuse. I know he was physically abusive from the stories. But he was abusive. She was on drugs. All this other stuff. But she was not called the Ivory Queen for not, Queen of Soul for nothing. Like this bitch, she could sing. Like she could sing. Like even when you listen to her music today and that her voice her voice is unique for a reason. Like she, she deserves the title that she has at the Ivory Queen. Um, just like Jojo, she, she, I'm, you might as well call Jojo the Ivory Princess because although she's underrated, because I'm sorry, but it's some girls that Jojo will blow out the water. And if you heard that girl sing live, she may not have the biggest range, but she knows what the fuck to do with her voice. And that's what makes her different from any of these other bitches is out here now because half of these bitches is talking like the rappers used to do, like the rappers used to do back in the day when rappers started on um, fading a little bit and they had to bring in trap music. The motherfuckers was talking. That's Jojo is the real deal. You can't say Jojo ain't the real deal. And it's like, um, she deserve it. She really do deserve the, um, position 
as Cena Marie bi- biopic. You know what I'm saying? And I hope she gets it. I hope when they do it, they do it right. They do it on BET or they do it on VH1 or and they can't do it on MTV. They need to do it on a black-owned production company and in a black-owned production company. Period. You cannot do Tina Marie just like y'all. Like I mean, Whitney. The best movie that I've seen of Whitney was on VH1 and BET. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you have to do Tina Marie on black black um, TV. You can't fuck up Tina Marie. Her story is too unique. Her story means something to the music industry. And if you hear any noise in, in this video, sound like people somewhere around, it's my motherfucking irritating ass neighbors. I did interrupt my show to say that because it's irritating the shit. Um, but yeah, definitely I feel like this JoJo deserves it. If you don't know who JoJo is, please look her up. Her music is amazing, especially this last album. I'm going to have to, um, what I'm going to do is at the end of the video, I'm going to send you a link to, um, or in the, in the middle of this, I will have a link pop up that gives you where JoJo album is on YouTube so you can listen to it because this past album was crazy. The album before that was crazy. The The albums, but when she first came out, listen to her voice. She was a, she was a little girl. So, you know what I'm saying? She she's she definitely fits about Opie Pick. Um, I also would like to say that if you don't know why Tina Marie is, if you don't know Tina Marie is gone, and unfortunately she is gone. She died in 2010 and she was 54 years old. If I'm yeah, if I'm correct, she was 54 years old. She was 54 years old and she died of natural causes. Bitch, I don't believe that for a second. I don't believe motherfuckers die in the entertainment industry or natural causes, especially when you hold some kind of when you hold some kind of power. I believe you was either set up, somebody that didn't like you, killed you, or they just felt like okay, your your time was up and they just administered something that was in your drink or your food, your last meal of the day or whatever. Or something like that. But I don't believe anybody in the industry just died. Or it's a coincidence that some shit happened in the industry. Because somebody always hating. Shit, people always hating in your life on the, in normal people's lives. So I know they hating in the um, celebrity lives. That's Cobra in the background, my dog. Interrupting my damn show. Um, July 12, 2020 on popularsuperstar.com. The month. We, yeah, I'm talking about the month again. Because I need to get down to the nitty gritty. I got a little bit, but I ain't get too much. The month. Sir. Cole. Go sit down. Wow. Lord it Anyway. Augustina. 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 The month. Whatever, not having music ass motherfucker. Cause I don't know how to say his last name. The friend of be it says Beyonce in 2014 when he, she was married and going through her um situation with Jay Z cheating. I'm gonna be tread lightly on this because everybody, you know how Beyonce rolls. You know what I'm saying? She ain't got rolls. She she could the Beehive see this and they gonna they gonna rip me apart. But I'm just gonna say this. Beehive, I'm just I'm just saying what I need to say about um the month 
Miss Augustina, no having music ass, drug drug having ass, whatever. Looking a hot ass mess with that damn unglued on lace front on top of his head. That damn not be ass orange, blue, purple, whatever shit that was. It was it looked like the fucking middle of the fire a flame. Head doing on top of his head on that damn interview. It says after sent us. Sending so much, uh, spending so time in the headlines about the situation with his infidelity with Jada Pink Smith and saying Will Smith approved the bullshit. And uh, pe- people found out that he had a friendship with Beyonce during the time Jay Z and her was beefing and Solange beat, basically beat uh, Jay Z ass. And Beyonce sat there like a, like a um, robot that wasn't booted up. You know what I'm saying? And it stated that um, according to MTTOVTO um, news, he said Beyonce was one of the people that I was like, man, I want, I would like to meet or whatever. So what happened was he went to a party with Jeezy, and he said they was drink, everybody was drinking or whatever, and he um, was walking around and he did not pay, he didn't pay no attention to how the fuck you don't pay attention to Beyonce. Even I would pay attention to Beyonce. Like she, she just she's she's a beautiful woman for one, but also you can't deny that her energy. Like you know what I'm saying? Do I? I I can't say I like her, but I mean, like, and I'm not saying that. I'm saying personally because of the, some of the things that came up about her. But I respect her. You have to respect a woman. You have to give her props. This bitch is bad, bad on all levels. She's balls. She's balls, bitch. Everything. Do I think she run the industry? Uh, I don't think she she I don't think she she, she got her I would say that she got her title as queen of the industry a little bit too fast for me. And I think that's that's gonna be a downfall for her because even though she's in a high level and powerful position, I do feel like this should have been the time that she was given the crown. You know what I'm saying? Because she got it so fast. And I understand why. Because she put in the work in. But I think that she should have more more years before they get handed her over the crown. Um, I I think that the month, I'm going to tell you this to your motherfucking face. Bitch, you are looking for some clout. You are looking for publicity for this bum-ass album you coming out with. It's like the other bum-ass albums you came out with. And I only heard one song and that shit was a bum-ass album too. That is the reason why your parents probably call you August. Because it's a bum-ass fucking um, month of the year. It's probably the hottest fucking month of the year. It's probably the most miserable month of the year. And in 2020, bitch, it's going to be the worst month of the fucking year. Because it's going to be hot as fuck. And this coronavirus is going to be right on the fucking bandwagon with your damn non-existent ass having um, clout ass damn... um. What's called wannabe Phoenix hair having her ass damn looking like a burnt ass burnt ass raisin slash starburst ass with all these fucking different hairdos and colors in your motherfucking hair bitch. Sat down. Sat the fuck down the month. Sat the fuck down. I'm tired of you. You 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 just doing this shit and then you do wrong and shit because you know how to be happy is. And I ain't even a part of the beehive. But you know how they are. You know, the moment you said some stupid bullshit about Beyonce, the Queen Bee, that your ass have you seen have you seen um My Girl? The movie My Girl? Do you remember what the fuck happened to the little boy when when they he went to go mess with the fucking beehive bitch? 
Do you remember that shit? And he knew he was fucking allergic to bees. You fucked with the right one. Especially when you know everybody know Beyonce be in, in, in her in her um basement or whatever the case may be, over her fucking altar, doing sacrifices and everything to make sure she keep her power. Which she should do. Bitch, and I commend you for doing that, cause bitch, I guarantee you them other bitches ain't doing what you're doing um to, to keep power. So, um, but bitch, the month, I need you to sit down, take several seats, several seats, okay? Because your ass can wind up six feet under, and they ain't gonna know what the fuck happened. And it ain't gonna be due to the rare disease that you're supposed to have, bitch, because I don't think you had a rare disease. The way you motherfucking look, bitch, bitch, I think you got that clamp. I think you got that sauce. And not the sauce that hip hop um the the rappers and hip hop artists be having. I think you got that sauce, and it's okay if you got that sauce, bitch. But don't sit there and say it's a rare disease, bitch. This ain't no fucking rare disease, especially the way you looking, bitch. You looking terrible. You looking like fuck crackhead. You looking like crackhead, dude. Get your shit together. I'm sick of you. I'm sick of you. The month I need you to skip over into September and sit down. Okay, sit down. That's all you need to do. Sit down. Lord's Day. The month. Set your ass down. Sit down, little girl. Beyonce, you need to rip that motherfucker's straight. I thought um Jada Pink Smith was, but she didn't. She was trying to be nice. Fuck that bitch. He just wants some clout. And the fact that he went from Jada Pinkett Smith to the most powerful bitch in the, in the black bitch in the industry right now. He's a dumb motherfucker. They both going to be over. They both going to come together over a cauldron. And they going to tear your ass apart. Everything that you've been working on to get this damn bum ass album out. They're going to tear your ass apart. And I hope they do a little by little. <sighs> Here we go. Rainbow Ology. If you don't know what Rainbow Ology is, I said it like a song. Rainbow Ology. <laughs> if you don't know what Rainbow Ology is, it's anything dealing with the GLBCQ children of the Rainbow Corn and the ABCDDs and all the one, two, threes children. Okay? The Rainbow Children of the Rainbow Corn, as I call them. The Children of the Rainbow Corn, the ones that be running in the damn field, and then you see the like, you see a little rainbow light coming out, you know what I'm saying? Then the cornfields turn all different kind of colors and shit, and then they come out, and they all flamboyant in dresses and makeup and shit, and, and the men's clothes and all. We did us, the Children of the Rainbow Corn. The topics and education so that y'all dumb motherfuckers that sit there and use all our terminology and don't know what the fuck you're talking about and using it the wrong way and not and not educating yourself about the community and hating on us and killing us and shit, you can have a better understanding of us. So let's get into Rainbowology. Brent, we have the term of the week. The term of the week is anything is dealing with the educational part of Rainbowology. Excuse me, our term of the week is Lipstick, lipstick, les, lipstick lesbian. Um, I'm going to give you the book version and I'm going to give you my version. Lip, the book version is usually a, refers to a lesbian with a feminine um, gender expression. Can be used positively or de derogatorily and 
sometimes it can um, be referred to as a lesbian that assumes uh, it, that is assumed to be straight. Use my do you, have you? I'm say this, and black men will will, will understand me, and some of y'all other people will too. But some bad bitches that y'all be mooning over and hooping a hundred over and say, telling your boys you want fuck and this is how you want your girl to look, them thick ass, slim waist, them thick thighs, big asses, girls. Half of them motherfuckers is lipstick, les lipstick lesbians. I mean, shit. And they bad as shit. A lot of them bad as shit. And, and that's how they make their money because y'all dumb motherfuckers don't see it. Bless your hearts. Bless you. Bless your heart. But they are some bad bitches. Half of them bitches that y'all be mooning over, half of them damn hip hop um video vixens and um girls on love and hip hop be undercover lipstick lesbians. Shit, me me prime example. She wasn't even undercover. I just think that she 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 just got tired of uh, living in Stevie Shadow, so she had to make sure that people knew Mimi first. Beautiful. Beautiful off the chain, you know what I'm saying? She ain't the best looking lipstick lesbian at the same, but she's a lipstick lesbian. Let's so our topic for um rainbowology this week is Capricorn is um from June 2000, um 2020, and it says Capricorn features a trans and GLBTQ models in his um pride campaign, his limited edition pride campaign that he launched. It said that it was announced and released it uh, that he it was announced um a couple of months ago um that well in June it wasn't even a couple of months ago like a couple of weeks ago that he um start he will be doing a a limited edition pride um a pride collection and he will in in his campaign and or his advertisement he will be featuring trans or LGBTQ children of the rainbow coin. So I commend you, Calvin Klein. I understand, you know, you you probably was one of them damn designers that lost a lot of money because you know what I'm saying, you you because the Black Lives Matter. But um I commend you and I think that this is the right thing to do because although Black Lives Matter Motherfuckers are forgetting that um, in the Black Lives Matter movement, which they don't state, but they say they, that we are all a part of the Black Lives Movement if you're a black person. It does not include, I don't care what they say, and it don't matter how much we as black, trans, GLBTQ, children of the rainbow corn help them protest, the black community still does not consider us a part of the community. And I will be getting on the topic with that with somebody very soon. But, no, they do not. Um, I thank you, Calvin Klein. Although you are from, um, a descendant of the oppressor, the, the people that we consider oppressor, I commend you for that because it shows a lot of growth within yourself. And also because I've heard that Calvin Klein was um, a racist man. But my thing is, how racist can you be? How how classes or how uh, much of a bigot bigot can you be, um, when you're doing something like this? It could be a, it it could be an advertisement or publicity thing, but to actually have your whole whole campaign dip, having people of our community in it is, is is something amazing to me. This is the campaign um included Brazilian drag queen and pop star. Um, Pablo Vitor, um, Vetter Vitor, 
Trans YouTube's um, Sheila Mann and gay and non-binary actor Tommy Deafmaning. Deafmaning? Deafmaning? I think that's how you say his name. Black plus size trans model Jerry Jones and per, um, Persian lesbian pop star Shy um, Weza. I think that's how you say it. This is the campaign collect, um, collection included, but not limited to, with summer wear, boxers, um, a belt bag, belted bag, and more. Um, this is amazing. I think everybody should do this. But I also think because you did this just to tie everything together, I think every designer, honestly, if you're really pro-black, do all a Black Lives Matter without black the community, the thing Black Lives Matter. You know what I'm saying? Because they're going to try to take that shit over. Um, come up with your own um, Black Lives Matter um, campaign. I think this will be perfect for you all so that people can see that you're not racist, to see that you're you're here for us. You know what I'm saying? You're not just here for the money. Enjoy, and I'm going to say this shit to you. You need to be pro-motherfucker black. I understand that you can't bring everybody along, but dude, you are the reason, part of the reason why our community can't get itself together. Your shoes are the part of the reason why our community can't get this shit together. I'm just saying facts. You heard it from me, not from somebody else. This ain't a living color. You heard it from Christina Storm, the hostess that does the most. I'm letting you know, Joy. Your shoes are part of the reason why black community is acting, especially these young dumb motherfuckers. They don't know they know their past or their history or or where they are headed to because of the stupid decisions that they make, like them dumb motherfuckers and that dumb bitch that said they condone her fucking son jump beating that little child's ass. Got me back on that damn subject. But yeah. Um Calvin Klein, thank you. I appreciate it. We need it. I'm not saying that we it, it, we need to stir um stir their attention or steer their attention away, I'm sorry, away from black lives and what it means to be black in this nation that we have today. But I do thank you for um letting it be known that we're still here, the GLBT community is still here. And although Black Lives Matter, we also matter too. Even though Black Lives Matter is a big issue right now because it, but it's always been a big issue. Racism has always been a big issue. And no, I will say this. No, is yes, it is more acceptable, it seems to be, from my eyes, and just from experience, um, Caucasian people accepting the GLBT, GLBTQ children of the rainbow point a lot more than they do just you just being a black person. But I'm going to say that for another show. Cause I had some shit to say on that, and I'm I'm going I'm not gonna um get on that because I want to get deep with that, um, but yeah, thank you, Calvin Klein. We come to the end of our show where we are um at Spotlight. Spotlight, if you don't know what that is, um, is me, Christina Storm, spotlighting any anything that's going on that's positive, any shows that's coming up that I know about, or any people that's making an influence in our community, or just um just promoting somebody, you know what I'm saying? It don't matter what it is. It can be a business. It can be um, a YouTube page like myself because I have no problem promoting people um, stuff. I really don't. I, I, I thrive off of, um, even though I don't have a huge audience right now, but I thrive off of 
just putting somebody's name out there because of the fact that I feel like I did my part. It, it may be small to some, but I feel like I did my part by saying, okay, well, y'all need to look into this person. Y'all need to look into that, especially when you black owned. You know what I'm saying? And Or especially for me, myself, when you're trans owned. And that's that's what our first um our first spotlight is. It's a trans owned boutique, clothing boutique that's online. You can go to I I'm, I believe it's on um Facebook, but I do know for sure that it's on IG or Instagram. It's Instagram IG is just the abbreviation. It's at at Couture Closet One underscore, and I believe it's on Facebook. It's at Couture um, Closet One underscore, and their website is www.coutureclosset.com. The location of this boutique is in um, the Bronx, New York. The South Side Bronx. Don't do you fool by the rocks that I got. I'm still, I'm still CC from the block. Look just to have a little, but I got a lot. Hey. Anyways, <laughs> um. I didn't. I don't know the owner's name because I would have loved to have the owner's name. I found this on um, a trans um, group that I'm in, and I'm, I appreciate her showing um, showing this because there's a lot of people on there that I didn't couldn't really find the information on that I really wanted to put on spotlight. But this is a trans owned. Yes, I said trans owned. When I say trans, I mean trans woman. Trans woman. From what I read in the um, post, it's a Latina um, trans woman. So, to all the um, Latinas out there that's doing their thing, to all the black people, trans women doing their thing, do your, do your thing, girl. Do your thing. Do your thing, girl. Hey, do your thing. Hey, hey. So, no. Um, but, yeah, to, all, all, to anybody, but especially to our um, GLBTQ community and this woman right here, keep your... Keep, Keep doing you. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you make moves like this. This is a trans-owned clothing boutique. And they ship. They drop off. And they pick. you can pick up. When they ship, obviously, they probably shipping everywhere. You know what I'm saying? I, you have to go on the website to see. But they, what I see on the um, IG page, they had some very nice um, dresses. You know what I'm saying? Fitted dresses. And, you know, the girls, especially trans women, we like to have our fitted dresses on, honey. Especially when you got curves and swerves and hips and ass and titties and ass and titties. And big old bitties. Ass and titties. So, you know, we like to have, show, show our little cleavage and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Show, show that we got curves and everything. Show that we fish. So that we fish. So, um, but yeah, the the boutique again is trans owned. It's called Couture Um Closet One, and it's the the actual boutique is called Couture Closet. But if you want to actually find them on Instagram or Facebook, you would go at at um at Couture Closet One underscore, and you will find the the the. They are trans owned, like I said, and please support the trans owned. Please support your gay owned um businesses. Please definitely support your black owned, owned businesses. But definitely, I don't care what anybody say. Y'all know y'all get our style from us. Y'all know y'all get y'all style from the children of the rainbow corn. So why not support somebody that actually has some fucking style and you they not jocking somebody else's style? So um another spot like I would I would like to um talk about is. My friend Petey show, even though it's not out yet, hope he's um he will be doing it. It's called um excuse me, it's called um 
what is Petey show called? I'm just low, I'm low sauce right now. But um, gossip tea, I'm sorry, it's gossip tea. And he is in the process of setting up his IG page, his Facebook page. And from what was said in the first few episodes, his show should be starting late August. It may start from um, our conversations. It may be starting a little later, but I definitely will keep you up to date with that. If you don't know who Petey is, go to my um, second episode and my probably the pilot show. If you have, if if you didn't see the pilot show, it should definitely be on um, my Facebook page. On my Facebook page, I can't give you my Facebook page. You just have to search for me because I don't want everybody finding out my Facebook page. But um, it's definitely on my Facebook page and my stories. Um, but PD's on the second episode, and we get into it. his sisters on the um, third episode. And we get into some good conversations. So, yeah, definitely look forward to Gossip Tea. I also want to shout out um, MVP, MPV, I'm sorry, Men's Point of View Show. Um, it's a very good show. It's for black um, men from all ages, all time frames, talking about some serious shit. And I know y'all going to like it. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, Haitian, purple, blue, green, whatever, you're going to like it. Um but yeah, definitely check out those two shows, especially MPV is out now. They have about same amount of shows as I do. I'm gonna say about eight that I know of for sure. But they really talk about some deep shit. Some stuff is just, you know, basic stuff that niggas talk about. But I mean like it it gets deep into it, you know what I'm saying? Um and then some stuff is just so damn deep that you be like, did they really say this? And then they really giving their honest opinion. They giving their voice on what how they feel about it, regardless if you like it or not. Just like me. Um, I want to say we're coming to the end of our show. I thank you. This is the first. This is the one that this is the, almost the last show. Our last show will be the twelfth. I mean, I'll be the twelfth episode. I mean, yeah, the twelfth yeah. episode of season one and. I just thank everybody for that's been following me and watching the show, listening to the podcast, and just especially those that's um really giving me the inspiration to do it and to continue to do it and get and keeping me going because this ain't easy, especially with me um working full time. You know what I'm saying? I wish I could take the time and um do this full time. One day, I, I hopefully will. I pray that I do. I can do this full time and, and do more. You know what I'm saying? Because my goal with this is get myself to a point where I can help others. You know what I'm saying? That's what I do this for. I also do it to get some shits and laughs and giggles and everything. And just to have fun and also educate you all on the GLBTQ community and something that's really needed. And you'll definitely see a change. The show will be, like I said, and... The let in the tenth episode, the show will be changing, but it's definitely gonna be changing for the better. I have some things coming that I was surprised that the Lord put in my way for it to happen. You know what I'm saying? It may it's it seemed big. It's so big to me. Like when y'all see, y'all gonna see what I was talking about. You know what I'm saying? Is it may, to me is the biggest thing that happened to me because with the show because. I love my show now, but it's it's getting better. I'm learning more. You know what I'm saying? And that's what. I do this for for me to learn more too. So, thank you all for watching. If you wanna um, if you wanna get in contact with me or send any fan mail or suggestions or topics to the show, you I can be reached at loose rap show LLC at gmail.com. That is loose rap show at g loose rap show LLC at gmail.com. I also can be reached at, at on um Instagram and Facebook at 
at Loose Rap Show on Instagram and at Loose Rap Show on Facebook. You can DM me. You can message me. You can even leave your comments and suggestions and topics in in the um in the, in the post. You know what I'm saying when you see the videos that I post on there. Um, I also I'm going to start being a little bit more active on Loose Rap um both of the Loose Rap pages because all I've been doing honestly, if you paid attention to the page, is post the show and post um when when I post when I put it on YouTube and also when I do it on Anchor. Which Anchor, if you don't know, is a um, podcast app that spreads the um, your podcast throughout to multiple podcasts and um, apps. And let me see, because I, I do have the apps that actually um, Anchor is sending um, everything to. So currently, Anchor, and I'm so thankful for Anchor, I think... Um, I can't remember who it was. One of my friends that um told me about Anchor, and I appreciate you for um telling me that. Either it was PD or Mike, because those are the only two that I really fuck with. So um, PD or Mike, thank you for um doing that and getting me hooked up with Anchor. And I think it could have been Cornell too. That's a friend of mine too. And if it was you, Cornell, I thank you. Um, Anchor is my podcast is on Anchor, is on Breaker, it's on also um Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts. And um, Radio Public and Spotify. How the hell I get on Spotify? I don't know. I do not care. Because Spotify is huge. I, I thank you. I appreciate um, um, Anchor for doing that. And it, it's been amazing. Like, I can't wait to season two. And I hope you um, enjoy this show. Again, I can be reached. Or you can just go see what's going on with um, Loose Rock. And myself, because I'm going to start doing a little bit more live stuff and just um, keeping y'all updated what's going on in my little boring life. You know what I'm saying? Um, at, at Loose Rap Show on Facebook and at Instagram. I can also be reached at, at Loose Rap LLC at gmail.com. And I am your host, Christina Storm. I hope you enjoyed the show. I know I did. And y'all have a good night. Share, like, post. Send it to your friends, send it to your family, send it to the baby, send it to your grandma, send it to the aliens in the other universe, honey. And y'all have a good night. Mm-hmm.